0: Welcome, everyone, to the Ov Etorah Dav Yom Yisur. Today's your is Dav Kuftet Zain. We will begin, however, on Kuvtet Vav Amu towards the bottom of the page. Amar Shmuel, four lines before the bottom, says the Gemara. Amar Shmuel, sorry. Okay, Amar Shmuel, lechem oni ktiv. It says in the pasuk. Lechem Oni. Now the Pshat in Lechem Oni has there's a few different shot I don't want to translate. Bird of Oni. And the first Pshat is Lechem Sheonim Alav Dvarim. Right? Thing it, it's a it's a Lechem that they answer that they say a lot of things over it. So according to this Pshat, the word One Oni comes from One answer. And therefore We're, t- we're learning, that you have to say the whole Haggadah over the bread, as opposed to having the bread in the kitchen, Harry, and bringing the bread, the matzah, out when it's time to eat. No, you need to have the matzah on the table at the time of the Haggadah, onim, to answer over it many things. Also, this answering fits into what we said before, because we were previously discussing that the way to... We were previously discussing that the way to say the Haggadah has to be in a question and answer form. Right? You have to have a manishtana. The kid has to ask a bunch of questions and you have to answer them. In general, in the way of teaching, there's something called auto-suggestion. When a person uh, causes the other person to ask the question that he wants to bring up, it's a much more powerful way than lecturing to the person and telling him a question and an answer. I could tell you, here's the question and here's an answer, and then you just have to process the information. But if I uh, if I describe the scene in such a way where you realize the question, you ask the question, hey, Rabbi, what's going on with this? And then I answer it. Now you answered your question. It's much, people prefer their own stuff much more. And the Torah, with the great pedagogical, of course, with the great pedagogical skills that they have, understand that we want, the lessons that are important should be done in that way. And that's why we need to have, we need to elicit questions. Now, once we're on the subject of eliciting questions, the Gemara is telling you that you see all this also, according to Shmuel, you also see this in the word lechem oni, because lechem she'onim alav, that you answer over it many things. Now, answering over it has the implication that someone asked a question and you're answering. It doesn't just say, doesn't say lechem that you said many things over. She'onim alav. Okay? Good. You got that, Ivan? You with me? Yep, got it. okay that's channel one Tanya Nami Hachi the Brita uh, also says a similar thing that's the one you're referring to uh, Binyamin with the word Halbe okay the Brita says halbeh, Shmuel says it without Halbe okay uh right good a different shot. Lechem Oni Ani according to the second shot even though we say it Oni, however, it's written Ani, without a Av. Ma <clears> Ani, <throat> just like an Ani, oh, usually doesn't have enough money for a full loaf of bread, he normally just gets a Perusa, a broken piece of bread, Av kam Perusa, also here, the guy, should do the mitzvah of of matzah with a broken piece of bread to show like poor men. That's why when we make the when we make matzah, uh, we always have a broken piece of yahatz for lechem oni. Well, uh, are we remembering that we're slaves, or are we celebrating that we're kings on Pesach? What's the story? Both. Okay? The matzah is both. It's freedom, and it's... it's like if a poor man is having half a bread, isn't that the whole point of Pesach? That we're like, it's poor man's bread, we were poor, we were slaves. We that know. is part... Well, it's... If no. we all have half no, a bread? No, no, it's not. Yeah, we all do. That's what we do. We, have, If you notice, we have three matzahs. The middle matzah is broken. That's because of Lechemoni. Okay. And that's the, really what you're making the... On that matzah. Now we do it on two together because we want to also make a berachah on a whole one. Because there's a general mitzvah to use a whole something right. for things. So, but there was, a, there was a back and forth in the Rishonim whether you should make the alachah uh, matzah on only the broken one or should you do what we do, which is you have both of them together. Okay? okay? The Rashbaba over here says. He says, Really, you're making on the broken one. And the two whole ones you're bringing because of Hamoti. Why? Because it's not worse than a regular Yom Tov. So for the Akhirah Matzah, you need a broken one. And because it's Yom Tov, you need two whole breads like every Yom Tov. And therefore, you have two. That's why we end up with three matzahs. Okay, okay two whole ones because of regular Yom Tov. Plus the broken one, lechemoni. Good. Okay. Third shot. Just like the, the way an Ani works, is that he is busy with the oven, and his wife is baking. Why is that? Because if you're a poor guy, if a person's a poor guy, he doesn't have enough money to, keep, uh, to have fuel to keep his oven going all the time right? You, you have to pay money for the wood to heat the oven up. So the, the 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 same person can't heat the oven and prepare the bread because you don't have enough money to keep the oven hot for a whole hour. The husband's working on the oven, the wife's working on the dough, and this, immediately the dough goes in the oven. This way, they don't waste fuel, right? Similarly, we have to bake it quickly. We can't leave the bread around we don't that's that, that's lechem oni means lechem of a poor person but this poor person is similar to the first poor person's bread which we just said according to davalacher again this two, the first shot is oni doesn't mean poor oni means answering okay second shot is it means poor and it's referring to the type of bread and the, the third shot is it means poor and it's referring to the type of way to bake the bread but not that it has to be broken. Going to the third shot, it doesn't have to be a broken bread. It just has to be baked quickly. Okay? That's three different pshatim and what lechem means. Okay? says the Gemara. We quote the Mishnah. It says, Ava halos mitzvah. Tana Kama said that haroset is not a mitzvah if it is If it's not a mitzvah, what do we do? What do we bring here for? kapa. We brought it because of the kapa. Now the kappa is, there's a, a few peshtim. Either it means there's some kind of venom in the in the in the lettuce which gets neutralized by the chadoset. Okay. Amar Rabasi, kapa de chama. The antidote for lettuce is radish. Kapa de chama karti. The antidote for the kapa in the radish is having leek. Kapa de karti chamimi. The the antidote for kapa of leek is hot water. Kapa de chamimi. And not only that, but hot water could un- take out the kapa in all these things. It seems like all these vegetables have some kind of venom in it, which can be. Which can have an antidote with these, either hot water or the particular thing for each item. In the meantime, you can say the following: Kappa, 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 I remember you and your seven daughters and your eight daughter-in-laws. If a guy says that, that could, could get rid of his problems. I have well, that's according to the rabbi who says that cheroset is not a mitzvah. He, according to the rabbi, who says that cheroset is not a mitzvah. You don't need to be yotzei anything. There is no mitzvah. We just—it's just a practical thing. You can't eat maror without having cheroset. That's all. R' Bezbi Omer mitzvah. R' Bezbi says <laughs> it is a mitzvah to have cheroset. The Mishnah said, "My mitzvah." What's the mitzvah? It's machloket. R' Belavi Omer zechel tapuach. It's a remembering for the tapuach. As the pasuk says, Tachat tapuach or-articha, Shama chebelatcha emecha, Shama The pasuk of Shirashim which is describing B'nai Yisrael, who, because the Egyptians were under, under them so much, they were bothering them so much, they used to go under apple trees and give birth there without any pain. Even though the Egyptians were trying to catch them because they knew when they were going to give birth and they wanted to kill the babies they would go without even yelling or screaming going under the under the apple trees giving birth to the babies and then the kids would grow up there and Hashem would take care of the babies and come back later so that is a remembrance of that miracle we have to have apples in the chaloset it's remembering to the clay that the Jews were working with that they were constantly working with clay Abayah says therefore you have to make it likuah, very tart and you have to make it thick likuah, you have to make it tart for the, for the tartness of the of the green apples you have to make it thick for the clay I'm sorry Tart. What's... Tart means uh, sour. It has to have some sourness to it. According oh. to Abayah over here. Tanya Kavatev Yohanam. We have a bright that follows of Yohanam. Tevalin Zechel heaven. The brightness is that the spices are in the Chaloset because of the straw. Chaloset, and you add Chaloset to it, Zechel Amar Rabbi al the window vendors of Yerushalayim, the window salesman of Yerushalayim used to say, "Bo Tulakim the Come bring tivalin spices for your mitzvah of chaloset. Come buy it over here." So anyway, you see from here that it's a mitzvah, but the point is that you see that there was chaloset was zechel Now. I don't know about you. Uh what do they make a kharosid out of? What do they make? you don't know, you have no idea, you just eat it. Right. No, they have they have huh. Some they make it with the lace, somebody making it with apple. It with right. So seemingly this Gamora seems like a proof that you should make it with apple apple and and something thick. I think I remember that they used to put like, the hours are made with dates with a little wine in it. Now, where's the apple? I don't know how we did it. It could be, the Gemara, I mean, Abaya seems to be saying that you need an apple. But it could be that when the Gemara afterwards brings a tanya kavateh to Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara wants to come out that really we're going like Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan was the rabbi who said it needs to be thick like tit without mentioning any apples. Well, they do put a little wine in it, also. Okay. But how do you dip in it? If it's if it's not, it's thick. Also. How you got, how you about to dip inside? Oh uh, no, is? they they boil. They have a way. That it's not it's not not, not thick like thing. It's, it's it comes with a dip. It's, it's it, will pour it, so it's it doesn't pour. It Doesn't pour, but it's thick. It's thick that you can dip into. Okay. Yeah, come over. We'll give you some bezter shem. Okay. Ivan, hey we'll send you some. Okay. Mazgulokosheni okay. says the Mishnah. They poured him a second cup of wine. Vikan Haben Shoel Aviv. Here the son asks the father. And dot the if the son has no knowledge to understand what to ask, melamdo, the kid will, the father will teach him what to ask, which means that technically the best way to do it is the kid asks his own question. But the kid doesn't ask his own question, you could prompt him and give him the questions. Okay, this one is not the one, that, this one I think I have to explain a little bit, right? The other two I'm going to avoid translating. Is that okay, Harry? You got those those two, you know? Now, but here we're saying, tonight we're eating only all other night's eat roasted meat, or stewed meat, or cooked meat. And tonight, it's all roasted meat. is in time of the Mcdash that you're having the Korban Pesach. Now, when it says, Kulot Sli, says, that this is only going like Ben Tema because we said before, there's Machloket, whether the Korban Hagigah, which was also eaten tonight, was roasted or not. Here you have to say that it was roasted, because the Tan is saying that everything is roasted. Uh-huh. So it must be going like Ben Tema, who's saying that, that not only the Korban Pesach, but also the Korban Hagigah of tonight is roasted. Okay? <clears throat> well, let's go, let's go further. Uh... On all the nights we dip once. This night we eat twice. According to the kid's understanding, the father teaches him. Which means, if it's a little, little kid, so you start talking how, how mean they were, and they were working so hard, and then Hashem took care of us, and was so nice and You describe how you know how how hard it was to work and sweating. That's for a little kid. If you have a big kid, so you start explaining midrashim about how you got out. Everything according to the understanding of your child. Matchil b'gnut b'shevach. You start off with the disgrace of the Jews b'shevach. The Gemara will explain what two opinions of what this means how you end off with the glory of the Jews. Vidoresh, You start from the words, arami o'veravi, which is a pasuk, that a person says by the bikurim. When a person brings the first fruit to Eretz there's a certain nusach, there's a certain uh, litany that needs to be said. That whole thing starts, arami o'veravi, you start with that. until you finish the whole parasha of bikurim. Because that discusses, Yitzhiah Mitzrayim. Tanur Rabbeinah will learn the Chacham, if the person is wise, ben Lo, the kid will ask the questions. If the kid is not smart, ishto then let his wife ask him. If if a person can't have his wife ask him, then he asks himself the own question, his own questions. Meaning, the Haggadah has to be question and answer. Regardless of whether it's really it's real or not, we'll fake it, that night everyone has to have questions and answers, and if you can't have natural ones, make unnatural ones, if you can't have a kid, make your wife, or do it yourself. Even if you have two tamil who know the whole Pesach, they still ask each other questions, even though they know the answers. Manish dana halay lazem we call a lot. She bechalot and between parnachat We said every night you dip once, and tonight you dip twice. Matvila rava rava doesn't like that that wording. Atu kol yoma losagi delomato chadazimna. Is it is it is it a, a obligation that the guy? has to dip at least once every night? Why do we say every night you dip once? And tonight talking, Every night you don't have to dip any times. I, 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 you know, if, if I'm having uh, salsa and chips, so I'm dipping. And if I'm not having salsa and chips, so I'm not dipping. Well, why are you saying I have to dip once every night? That's not right. Elam, the rather, the says, This is what it should say. You should say the following. On every night we don't have to dip even once so has changed the Mishnah and should say, and every kid should say we don't have to dip even once and tonight you have dip twice suffer doesn't like rubber either what we're doing tonight is only is only the reason why we dip is to make the kids ask that's not really an obligation we're just trying to elicit a response and therefore why are you saying why are you saying that it's chayav he doesn't like that That's how how he explains it, if I remember correctly. Hold on, let me see this. That's the Rashbam's explanation, but... Let's see what he says here. He wants to say... Others say that it means... What do you mean? Why is the kid saying he's chayav... Kids, we're assuming, are underbamits, so they're not chayav in anything. So, why are we saying that they're chayav? Why would they say the words chayav? That's the second shot. Okay. okay, El Amar Rav Safra hachik Tani. Rav Safra says, Change the mishnah to the following. We can't dip even once. That's, that's what we actually say, by the way. On both nights, we don't even dip even once. That's the, not, we dip once, we don't even dip once. And tonight, twice. Now, we said in the mishnah, we start off with the with the de- degeneration of the Jews and we end off with the praise of the Jews my what does it mean we start off with the negative of the Jews we start with the words it says in the that we st- in the old days we used to worship idols then Hashem took then in abraham's Started worshiping Hashem and we start moving out of there. So we talk about Abraham and we end off that Hashem made us close to him. Shmuel says differently. Shmuel says, you know, you know what the, the, the generation was? Avadim hainu. So according to Shmuel, according to Rav, when it says you have to have, you have to put put you put down, it means put down yourself. Meaning put down your your level of worshiping Hashem. We used to serve as idols, and now we're close to serving Hashem. Okay, according to Shmuel, degeneration means your status in the world. Were you slay, used to be slaves, and now you're rich men? It's not one's about how you are in the world, and one holds it means how you are in serving Hashem. Rav is how you are in serving Hashem. Shmuel holds how you are in the world. Amalei Rav Nachman leRad the Daru Avdeh. Hudakma told the servant Daru Avdad Fikli Mara, a servant who's a slave whose master freed him. The Yahivla Le to freedom. The right the also gives him gold and silver. My body, what should the servant say to the master? Amuleh, Baila Udullah Shubha, he has to praise him and thank him. Amaletamilama Manishana. He said, once you said this, now you don't have to say, Manushrana. once you said, <laughs> uh, or the Rashbam takes out these words. So, <laughs> let's go, so let's go, so he, some take out these words and read it like this. So he told him, "Okay, now that you said that a a slave who got freed has to thank his master, let's start. Because we have to praise our master who took us out of Mitzrayim. Take out those words according to the Rashbah. Okay. New Mishnah. Call anyone who didn't say these words on ere Pesach is not Yotzei the Mitzvah. Pesach matzah umaror. You have to say those words. Pesach. Why do we say the word Pesach? This is the Mishnah. Alshum shepasach amakom abatev aten mazayim. Because Hashem passed over the house of our fathers in Egypt. Shnei emar. V'amar tevazele pesachul Hashem. Hashem pasach abatev Okay. Matzah. Alshum shenidgu avaten mazayim. Because our forefathers were redeemed from Egypt. Shnei emar. V'ayefu tevazele pesachul Hashem. U'gol matzot kilo hametz. Does it sound familiar? Sounds like a like, lot like the Haggadah, right? I wonder where they got it from. Maror. Where do we where do we know Maror? Ashum. Why do we eat Maror? because they bitted the lives of our fathers in Egypt. Shnei says is in the biblical verse. Every generation, a person is obligated to ensure that he views himself as if not only that his forefathers left Egypt, but rather that he himself left Egypt. You're obligated to feel like, I left Egypt that night. It's a very rough thing. You have to have a real imagination over you, Harry can't just go through things. Yeah, 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 father, no. I left Egypt. How do we know? Where do you get this obligation from? Why do I have to, since when do we have chiyu uh, for imaginations? Shnei says the Pasuk, You tell your son on that right. day, the Pasuk says, Because of this, Asa Adonai Li, B'nestim Islam HaShem did for me when I left Egypt. Now when you say the word Lee, Lee means to me. And therefore we see that a person has to have the imagination to think that he left Egypt. <clears throat> That's why some Syrians have the custom, I know we. not everyone hits people with leak on the, on the thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, of course, we don't have that custom. But we do have something called, uh, a custom called, where we take the matzah and we wrap it in a Thing, and you put it over your shoulders. And you say "mishalotam," Because when you do that, you're imitating leaving Egypt. Okay. What does it mean, Rabbi, "mishalotam," What's the literal translation? Those, those words are a. Uh, they there are pasuk in the, in the in the in the actually two pasukim in the Torah. "Mishalotam" means left over matzah and maror. They tied in their shirts al uh, mam on their backs yeah. okay and the next verse says moshe <laughs> the jews did what moshe said the jews listened to moshe and they borrowed gold silver and jewelry from their cohorts in egypt okay the purpose of this uh, custom is to so that you feel like you actually went out. That's yes. the purpose of this. Yes, and the kids feel like you, this is how we were when we left Egypt. We're not, we feel like okay. we left Egypt, which is pasuk. The, the Mishnah is quoting, and the, this actual quote in the Mishnah is actually in the Hagada towards the end of the Haggadah. That bavur 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 ze li, li means that I have to feel like it. Okay, remind me at the end of this class to tell you. A nice explanation of the Mishad Okay? Good. Let's continue. Therefore we have to praise, 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 glorify, uplift. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can't think of more adjectives. And therefore, we have to um, massively praise the person who did all these things. What did he do? And we start listing. He took us out from servitude to freedom. From mourning to happiness. Yagon is sorrow to happiness from morning to a beautiful day from darkness to a great light from being indentured to freedom we're going to say the words hallelujah in front of you how long do you have to continue going you have to go all the way till the word which means we're now discussing hallel You'll notice that in your, in our haggadahs, we start our regular hallel during the magid, and we finish hallel. We redo hallel later in the haggadah. Okay, by hallel. So we're asking now: when you're doing the hallel in the magid, how, where do you stop? We only do half. Where do you stop? Bachloket. So. Beth says you go to okay, and Beth says you go to If you open up a siddur for a second, do you mind grabbing a siddur behind you, opening up to Halel, and you'll see the depth of this machloket. Uh, you have any siddurim in in, in uh, Pennsylvania over there? We do actually. Yes. Oh, oh wow, great. Okay, so maybe open one to Halel. Great state over there, Pennsylvania. They got Sidurim. It's uh, pretty good, yeah. Not bad. I'm everyone should move there. No, but, uh, as, uh, as long as they have a Sidurim, it's under control. Okay, one second. <laughs> okay, so. So Bet Shemai says you go to Amabrim Simecha, which is, that if you look at, it, if you open the page 430 on these books, the first thing, hallelujah. 18430, the first thing ends, Hallelujah. Amarim Simecha, Hallelujah. According to Bet Shammai, your Hallel during the Magid stops at that point. Bet Yilel says, No, you go all the way till Halamish, the Mayanomaim, which is the end of Beseti Semim Isnaim. That's the Machlok. Okay? Beautiful. Thank you. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Vichotem bigi you end with the wor- with words of, of freedom. He says, you end with the following words. Asher ge'alanu. You say, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Akena medech alam. Asher ge'alanu. Who redeemed us. Ve'ge'al ta'votem. You redeem our fathers from Egypt. And he ends like that. Now, ve'lo haya hotem. He wouldn't say, Baruch Hashem." Something. That's called a khatima. Signature. Berachot have openings and signature. This berachot, according to... The telephone only has an opening. It says Baruch Ata Hashem, mm-hmm. Okeinu Melecholam, Shegag Alenu, Galatav Tenum Misayim, Galatav Tenum Misayim, and it doesn't end Baruch Ata Hashem something. Okay, you with me? Good. Rabbi Yikiva says that you add the following: Can Hashem Okeinu V'leihavatenu, Ya'genol Morimachim, Glimachim, B'abeim, L'keinu L'Shalom. Hashem should also bring us to other holidays that are coming to greet us in peace. Hashem should make us get to the next holiday in peace also. And, we should be happy with building your city. And we should be rejoicing with your avoda. And we should, we should eat over there in Yerushalayim. From the, from the sacrifice and from the Pesach. And then he would end with So, does have a khatima. it does have a signature at the end. Blessed are you, Hashem, who redeems the Jews. Says the Gemara, Amar You have to also say in the in, in the in the Haggadah the words. It, it says in uh, in the Torah that Hashem took us out of there. In other words, part of picturing yourself. At leaving Egypt is saying that, that Hashem took us out of Egypt, not just our great grandfathers, but us as well. Ravah says that when you get to the words, right? Yeah when you say the word in the Seder, you have to lift the Matzah. Okay? When you get to the maror also, you have to lift it too. Basad, when you get to Pesach you don't have to lift it. For the Lord not only don't you have to lift the Korban Pesach because it's not a Korban Pesach on our tables. We don't. If you do lift it, it looks like you're eating a sacrifice outside the Beit Hamikdash, which is asur, or outside Yushalayim which is asur. Welcome back, Ivan Thank you. Amar Rav Achabar Yaakov. Summa Rav Acha Bar Yaakov claims, Summa, a blind man, he doesn't have to say agada. why not? Ketivah, because it says, by because of this, which we just said in, in the Gemara, in the, in the, in the, that was the pasuk that we mentioned in the Mishnah, that because of this, now this is indicative that you're pointing to something. We're making Gezirah Shavah, Hatam, it says by Ben Soremore, Benenuze, this son of ours is a Soremore. just like when it comes to Ben Soremore. Suma Patur, Paratsuma, a Suma, a blind man whose son eats the requisite amount of wine and, and, and meat will not become a Ben Soremore. You know what a Ben Soremore is, Harry? Oh, so then why do you ask Okay, Harry, there's a Ben Soremore, which means. Is halakha of a kid who's uh thirteen years old, exactly. It's a very rare halakha. Some say it never happened. But if a kid's thirteen years old and he's stealing from his parents oh, goes off the dead if you take him to bed, and all Take him to bed, Dean, you right? warn him once, okay. and then the second time you kill him. It's yeah. called Ben yeah. Now, what there's a lot of different conditions for a Ben it's so much so that it almost never happens, or maybe it never happened. One of the conditions is that as the parents are blind. He doesn't get killed, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because Basuk says Ze. This son, and you can only say this son if you can point him. But if you can't see, you can't point him. Yeah. Okay. Now we're making a connection. It says the word Ze over there. It says the word Ze by us. They have to teach you that a blind person does not have to say the Haggadah at all. Interesting. Okay. Any the Gemara's say, is that so Afkarpa <laughs> the any is that true? Vama didn't Marema say, Shalti, Shalti Urabana Be Yosef, I asked the Rebbe Yosef, Ma'an Damagat Rebbe Yosef, and they, I asked them, who said the Haggadah in Rav Yosef's house? Now Rav Yosef was known as a blind Amorah. Who said the Haggadah in his house? Amru, and they said, Rav Yosef is the one, Rav Yosef himself says it. Now why would he say it? he's patur? And he can't be motzi others? And we asked also, Ma'an Damagat Yosef, who said Agadab by Rabsheesh, who is also blind? Amru and they said, Rav Sheshit said it. So, according to what we said to the Gira why would these rabbis be Motzi other people if they're not Chayav themselves? We have a rule that a person who's not Chayav himself cannot be Motzi others. Says the Gimara. The rabbis hold Matzah bizmanazed mdrabbanan. Since Matzah. The Chiyuv of eating Matzah nowadays is only rabbinic in origin because you don't have a Korban Pesach. Because Basuk says, Matzot, you have to eat the Matzah with Maror. You should eat the Korban Pesach. Nowadays, we don't have a Korban Pesach. So, therefore, when we're eating Maror nowadays, it's only rabbinic. And if it's only rabbinic, so since it's only rabbinic, me as a blind man, Rav Yosef is claiming, I also can be Motzi other people because if it's only rabbinic, then I can also do it too. If it was all right, I couldn't. But rabbinic, I can. Does that mean that Rav Acha Yaakov, who was the rabbi who mentioned the question, holds that Matzah is Deoraita? For Matza we know that he holds it to Rabbanan. he holds. That the rabbis made it like a Deoraita, and therefore, just like a Doraita blind man's patur, so to hear a blind man's patur. So the asks, the Rav Sheshit, the Rav Sheshit, Rav Nami, the Rav Sheshit, also, don't they agree that they do it, so why would the rabbis allow them, as blind people, to lead the Haggadah? Don't, don't they agree that the rabbis always mimic, the doraita laws? G'mon says, Hachi don't compare it. Don't compare it. Benenu who? shma see, Benenuze. suma mina When it comes to Ben Soremore, it should have said Benenu This is my son, and it says Benenuze. The word extra word ze is is implying that you have to be able to see. Avalachah, but by the Agada, he loved Bavurze. If it didn't say the word Bavurze, asad would not leave a Because of this, Hashem took him out. What do you want it to write? Bavur who? Doesn't make sense. And therefore, the word ze is not extra by Haggadah. It's only extra by the. That's what it's coming to teach you to for Matzah al Maror. What? Matzah Bisman Bismarah they want to say ze like I mentioned it before, because. This is machloket, not clear. But according to the rabbi, he says there He wants to say that if you don't have a carbon pesach to eat it with, then it's only there are Okay. Baruch at Leolam, Amen, Amen. Welcome, Ivan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, explanation for the mshatatam. Oh, mshatatam. Okay, listen. So this is one of my uh, famous pratim. I can't say it's famous, but I've said it a few times. But you guys probably never heard it, so I'll tell it to you now. You don't say mshatatam, right? I think we said it. You say it also. That plus the leak. Unbelievable. Okay, everything. You guys have a long said there. Anyway, Mishadotam, some Tzobotam are really two different Pesukim. So once I asked the following question. Why do we, we combine the two things? I understand why we put the, the, the stuff on our back. Again, we're imitating leaving Egypt. The Jews, when they left Egypt, took the leftover Matzah, because they, they, they ate the Korban Pesach, and they took the leftover matzah and they put it in the thing on their back and they put it over the shoulder and they left Egypt. Now, of course, they couldn't put the leftover korban pesach on their shoulder because you're not allowed to have leftover korban pesach. But matzah, which was a mitzvah to eat with the korban pesach, they could put it over the shoulder. They put it over the shoulder in their shirts. And they put it over their backs. But why do we mention? And the Jews listened to Moshe and they asked from the Egyptians. We mentioned that half a little bit of that next pasuk, which is Yisrael Asuk Moshe. The Jews listen to Moshe, and the next pasuk is a completely different subject that they went to the to the Egyptians and they borrowed the gold and silver. What's the point of mentioning the two things together? You hear the question mm-hmm. okay, so I wanted to say a nice shot. I said years ago when I was in Israel <coughs> I said that. Imagine the guy's going on a plane. What you, when you go on a plane, what do you take with you in your suitcase? What do you take in your carry-on? And what do you put in your uh, jacket pocket? Okay? When you go, when you ha- if I ask you where are you putting your pajamas, where do you store your pajamas? So that goes usually in the suitcase. right? Where do you put your tefillin? Your tefillin usually go in your carry-on, right? Because you don't want to put your tefillin in there. So, case you want them always with you, and your passport and your boarding pass, where does that go in the carry-on? No, it usually goes in your pocket, right? You put that in your clothes, in your jacket pocket or something. Sounds right. Why is that? Because the things that are close to you get close to you. So, we want to say the following: Bnei Yisrael. valued the mitzvot the most and therefore the matzah was so valuable to them because Hashem had told them to do it that they took it they didn't want to put it in their luggage they took their shirts they tied it in their shirts and they put it on their back to show their love for any command that they got from Hashem we just got this command of, of Korban Pesach we did it we, 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 we passed the test put it on your back Now, you might like a passport, but you might one might say, "Well, there's other people who also put their stuff on their back." When slaves leave, slaves have nothing to them. Freed slaves are poor as church mice; they're as poor as they can be, and therefore, poor people and anem and poverty-stricken people they also put their clothes on their back, but not because their 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 stuff on their back because that's all they have. Or everything they own they put on their back so we want to dispel that notion and we say no 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 no, no. do not think that the Jews put their stuff on their back because that's all they had rather the Jews listened to Moshe and they did borrow from the Egyptians gold, silver, jewelry they had tons of stuff the, the Midrash says that they had 70 donkeys full of gold and silver but the gold and silver was on the donkeys and the matzah, the mitzvah, was on their back. And that's why we put it together. They had it on their shoulders. And you think they were poor? No! And still they put it on their shoulders. Okay? You like it, uh, Ivan? I like it. I like it, yes. Okay. You never, you never heard this one anywhere else, guaranteed. I did not, no. No, I know you didn't, because there's nowhere else to find it. I'll talk to you later bye bye yes Uh, are we what's going on with selling the Hametz are you doing that how do I do that I usually do sell the Hametz are you uh, hold on let me just close this thing